This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science in life to holistically strive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Osin June. What is the thing that excites you the most about NLP and why do you feel so passionate about it? NLP is great because you're not set in stone and you can recreate yourself in any way that you desire. So when you know how the brain operates and you know that um, the brain is like a computer where you can program the brain and you can program it where it benefits you instead of hinders you. So a lot of people run around with programmings that are not of benefit. They're filled with fear. Um, They have a lot of trauma and phobias that are hindering them from succeeding in moving forward with their life. Mm -hmm. So understanding how language, how visualization, and how these techniques can impact you and um, can shape the future of how you act. For example, let's say something happened to you when you were a child and um, there was a woman involved and she was wearing a yellow shirt. So every time you see a, you know, a person wearing yellow, you automatically have an association with that bad experience. So obviously not every person wearing yellow is a bad person, right? So something like this, you can change the programming in your brain. So you would go back to the experience in the past and you would see it from a different viewpoint. So your perception can change the future outcomes from that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's very, very powerful because, you know, a person, people usually fight fiercely for their beliefs and um, they choose the comfort of lies, even if there is evidence over having to deal with the discomfort of truth. Right. So people will do anything to keep their belief, but they don't understand where does the belief come from? Where is the programming and um, understanding that you can be fluid and learning how to accept other evidence and other information that comes your way. You're able to make better decisions for your future. That's amazing. And I have another question. Like you mentioned that you can change the events route. I actually You know, one of the traumas that I had in terms of the abuse I've been through in romantic relationships and the kidnap and the rape part, I had actually after this incident always like this fear whenever I saw a guy that was wearing a black leather jacket and had a skin that resembled my ex who did that on me and other incidents, I used to panic a lot. And sometimes I still do like my heart drops in one moment. Like um, you mentioned that I have to go back, for example, in this case to an event, how would you like personally like apply NLP here? I'm just curious, like in a pragmatic sense, how people could use that. But we would have to go into the session, but um, so we would see, we would go into that moment and we'd see it from a, a place where you're dissociated, not associated, but you're able to see the events happening. For example, you're floating above the events, right? And you see it and you're able to ask your intuitive wisdom of what um, can you gather that's going to benefit you to move forward from this experience. So your brain is very, very powerful and you can see, you can change the situation from a different viewpoint where you're not going to feel that fear every time. You're going to be cautious, of course, as you should be 
cautious and always make sure you know safety is first and you're not putting yourself in danger but whenever you see a person with a black hoodie you're able to you're not going to react with fear you're going to have a different perception you're going to see things from another viewpoint you know um you don't want to live life where you're constantly in fear that something's going to happen because you're going to attract it right because you're focused more on the negative feelings but you can also be in a state of calm and in a state where you are making good decisions right that's going to benefit you and um yeah right well that's interesting i guess it's when you do it obviously the more customized sessions with people going deep inside but it seems like it's a lot um revisiting the things going back to the past and shifting the perspective around having more awareness to live by that as well and i know that you know nlp is also there individually when it comes to recreating ourselves and i see that as a past as an entrepreneur many people sometimes they marry into an identity they're like oh i am this specific i don't know digital marketer i am this artist and they kind of really marry into that and they don't let go to pivot or to maybe expand themselves more and looking back to your journey, what would you say, how did NLP help you to evolve your new identities throughout your journey to constantly recreate yourself? Like, how did this help you? So when, um, so what inspired me in NLP was a book called Supreme Influence by Nurka, who was my, who was my mentor and who had, um, who I had the pleasure of working with. And, um, she taught me a lot of that, you know, you, okay, so a lot of times you think that like, this is the way I am. And people are always like, I am this way because I'm just this way. I was born this way, but you're not. Mm -hmm. And um, you can change if you give, if you have the correct tools and you have the, um, yeah, if you have the correct tools, you can change. And NLP gives you those tools, right? So with her, I've realized I would meet a lot of different people with so many different, um, you know, traumas and things that hindered them. And then seeing them transform and being able to let go of the old self and being able to be this completely new person that they have created, right? I have recreated myself multiple times and I'm still recreating it until I find, you know, um, you should always be striving to be better. So I'm never the same. If you've met me a year ago, I'm completely different. I'm different, you know, now. So um, I'm always, with NLP, you're also aware of your habits and how, um, you know, and how your habits are leading you up to a different future. So and the ability to change it. Yes. And another thing is that um, I believe with NLP, obviously, when you have new awareness, people can change bad habits, addictions, they can heal themselves. But also, you mentioned very interesting things, which you said, sometimes we have to accept people who they are. And then there is versus this difference, like, hey, I believe in that positive change. And I think romantically speaking, in relationships, we women, we always want to change our guys. And the guys always say, oh, stay beautiful the way you are. Like, you know, guys want the woman to stay as they are. And most women is like, oh, I wish she would change this, do better this. But then it's like at the core, a certain compatibility foundation. Oh, that's just about the person I accept and embrace as part in him. 
Like, how do you make the fine line between I accept him or any person like that versus no, this is potential for, you know, the change? So I think that what brings people um, together, making them compatible is core values. If your values add up and they align together, then it's going to work. For example, my values is I don't, you know, I don't believe in um, divorce. So if I meet a man who doesn't believe in divorce, then no matter what will make the relationship work, right? So I believe that certain core values, the values is what really holds people together. But also when you meet someone and you can see their potential and you're like, wow, like this man has the potential to be great, but they're not. They, you can't, um, you can help guide someone, but it's, it's, it's either they're going to become that person or they're not, but it's up to them. It's for their awareness. Maybe they're completely happy with how they are and they don't see themselves being better. They don't want to work on themselves. Right. But also you don't want to confuse, um, so for, for example, like you don't want to confuse shit with chocolates. Right. So yeah. like if you want, <laughs> you, oh want chocolate, <laughs> you, you know, you go and get chocolate. You can't um, you can't turn something that's not in into something that you want. Or like, let's say, you know, you're you have Chinese food. Right. And you want sushi. You can never change Chinese food into sushi. Right. You have to go and get what exactly is that you want. So a lot of times they think that in relationships, women just, you know, they'll meet a guy and they're like this is it because they have fear they have fear that if they this guy leaves that they're not going to have anyone else they're not going to find anyone better and that is completely false there's so many people in this world and for you for someone to have a limited mindset then they start acting in a limited way and usually the man you know or woman they know that this person doesn't want to lose them so they start you know um, not treating you well and they know you're never gonna leave so yeah no but it's it's a true thing I think the foundation the main foundation of this compatibility has to like suit as well I mean if it's as you mentioned shit or garbage like you better yeah. want to find <laughs> something that has a better foundation and I think it, it starts obviously like <laughs> obviously when you study yourself like working on like what you like and dislike and I think many people they don't know what they dislike you know they're like so much interested in what other people do and they compare a lot with the outside world but they don't have clarity in their journey and I think the more I study myself the better I got in the choices of my man and also in my life and business what I wanted as well so yeah I think that's a big thing and also like how do you personally work on your inner self-awareness like to always kind of like study yourself more like are you a person you read like more books or do you do certain exercises to kind of study that yes I read a lot and I'm constantly learning so um you know knowledge is power when applied right and you're constantly you want to be striving for something so if you're not growing you're dying yeah. right because everything is constantly evolving everything is moving forward so you want to make sure that you're you know doing something to better yourself and with that comes awareness and then you start to you can look back on yourself and see what can be fixed what can you, you can improve upon and do the work so you know sometimes we know 
what we're missing or what we're not good at, but we don't want to do the work and you're, you know, we're not willing to change. And that's, that's very sad, right? But with NLP, you can, it'll give you the motivation and the tools to change. And it's, it's not, you know, an ongoing thing. So you, you have an issue, you fix that issue, you move on to something different. And once you fix that issue, it rearranges your timeline. So it affects everything else. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have to keep talking about the same thing over and over because the more you talk about it, then you start getting the same results. Mm-hmm. So to talk about issues, you just bring more of that same energy back into you. Okay. Well, that's great. And also another thing is like, apart from like individually speaking, like if you apply that in a whole industry, because I know you work a lot in the health industry, especially with nursing, like how do you use NLP to impact specifically that industry? And also my personal question is like, why did you choose the healthcare system that, you know, that you're so interested and passionate about this? I never chose the healthcare system. It kind of, um, it chose me, an opportunity presented itself. And I didn't even think about it because um, not a lot of people think sadly about the elderly. So that industry isn't really touched. People don't know the abuse that goes on from the workers, from the nurses to the, the elderly there, you know, from the top, it goes from the top down, right? And um, nobody really touches that industry. And um, when I had the opportunity and I saw the impact that I can make on people's lives there, it's so rewarding. And using NLP and communication. So, you know, you go to school, you learn certain tools, but you don't really learn communication. You know, you know how to do your job, but you don't know how to do teamwork or how to be a leader. Right. And um, I would come into these industries and I would take them from one star, from five star, let's say a nursing facility, and I would implement um, communication, leadership, because you only go as high as your foundation is deep. So putting in the right uh, communication within the team. So instead of going around and talking about issues, how are we fixing the issues, holding people accountable. So all these, this attention to detail from the workers goes back into um, the elderly. So then they feel better taken care of. So, you know, the nurses are happy to work in an environment. The nurses actually told me they would take less pay for a place they love to work in. So there's a lot of abuse that goes on in the, in the work um, space in many different industries where workers are abused by their bosses. And, um, you know, it's uh, I think that the, in, in the work space, it's very, very important to keep it a, a very positive environment. First of all, the workers want to work and they want to do more and they enjoy what they're doing. And then it affects everything else. Like a, it's a ripple effect, right? So it's healthcare is very, very rewarding for me. Yes. I mean, I think it's like, I mean, it's a basic. If you don't have health and if that is not set up, it's going to be really hard. But also like in the healthcare industry, what would you say are the major like big challenges that you face or that you help clients with? Um, the, the challenges that I face in the healthcare Yes, like what is it like the abuse as an employee that, you know, a lot of employees, they face abuse or is it something else? Like you said, like communication, like 
what are like some of the specific challenges that you help them to overcome? It's a lot of times it's communication and also accountability. So people, you know, they, they want to get away with things that they think no one cares. It's like a child. We're all children. So if they see that, you know, their boss doesn't care about what they do. They don't care about their needs. They're not going to do their work. They're not, they're going to try to, you know, do the bare minimum and try to get away with it. But when you show the correct attention and when you, you know, hold people accountable, they do better. And, um, you know, everything starts to improve and also the teamwork, knowing that, okay, you're coming into work and, you know, you, you want teamwork, you want a pleasurable, happy environment, not like, oh, no, I, I have work today, I'm going to see this person, you, you know, you want to be somewhere where you're thriving. So I always ask the employees, what do you need in order to succeed? And then I can, uh, you know, as a consultant, and I can make sure that you receive those tools so you can be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, you know, when you do all of these things, um, I know that, you know, that you're also very much into spirituality, whether it's a relationship with God that you have and women have such powerful intuition as well. So we might do the logical work and we learn the structures, but I think in leadership, it's so important to trust the inner intuition as well. And like, how do you integrate spirituality in your business and the connection with God that you have? Because I think you had pretty much of multiple awareness and awakenings as well. Could you share some insights how you incorporate that? So it's uh, trusting in yourself, mm -hmm. right? Um, God is in each and every one of us and just having that relationship with you and knowing the, you know, the God inside you, the life force, right? And just, um, you know, it's all about belief and trust and just going for it. Mm -hmm. I love that. And um, after you, I mean, you incorporate God and you also mentioned with NLP, you constantly create. I believe that people who have like a deep purpose, like you can feel how they show up so differently and you build so much resilience and you have so much more courage in that. And I don't know, like going back to your um, story when it comes to entrepreneurship, like how did your purpose evolve throughout your journey until now? I mean, you're a mom now, you're having a kid. So there's a lot of chapters you went through, but like, did your purpose change throughout your journey? And if so, like what shifted the most for you? Um, what I did realize that sometimes in life, you have certain expectations or you want certain things to go a certain way, right? And it doesn't always let me rephrase that. Um, so let's say you have a goal, right? But the car to get to this goal, to this destination can change. And oftentimes we are focused on the type of car. So right now, if I'm driving a red car and it breaks down and I have to move into a green. So instead of me, instead of, you know, people focusing on the goal, they focus on the car that broke down. So then it causes them to change their goal. And um, you should always keep your eyes on the prize, right? And move forward no matter uh, what tool and which way um, helps you get there. So for me, a lot of times that I will have 
certain also expectations of this is my goal, but certain things don't work out in the way that I expect it to because the vehicle is going to change, right? Yeah. So understanding that um, really, really does help a lot. No, I think it's great because so many people, as you mentioned, they are so attached to that plan. And I think that what I've learned in my journey was we have to be open to the how, you know, it's like uh, God gave you a calling and this vision, you're going, you know, you're going your path, but like you, you don't know what's coming. And sometimes even in my business, when I was trying back then to make money the first time, it's like, I think it's like in that way, I have to sell for social media. But the first money that I've made ultimately, like uh, 43 grand, it was through master classes. And I didn't plan that. And then I saw like, oh, I'm going to be more of an artist. But then all of these things that I'm doing, it led me to the path of entrepreneurship. And this is how I'm being artistic through events. And I didn't knew that. So I think there's a lot of these surprising things like you mentioned in the healthcare, like the healthcare industry called me and you were just like doing your best in the past as well. So it's a lot of trust in the process. Um, and lastly, also, Katarina, like what is like, how can people contact you and how is the exact thing that you help people? Do you work more one on one with people consulting them on LLP or do you do a lot of more, you know, a consulting for corporations or could you tell the audience on how you work? Sure, I do both. You can contact me by going on NLP shift com and filling out the form. So I work with individuals, but I also work in corporate and healthcare. Awesome. Well, I'm going to put all the links below as well. And to also wrap up the whole interview, is there a live quote or any inspiring person that, you know, was really, um, how can I say that shifted and transformed your journey? Um, I think that Nirka from Supreme Influence, uh, she really has shaped me. Her book is incredible. Um, What's the name of the book? It's called Supreme Influence. Okay. Supreme. By Nirka. Okay. Well, I don't know that one, so I'm going to look it up later. It's great. It's a great book. And it talks more about NLP. Okay. It's great. All right. Well, thank you so much, Katrina, for your insights and for being such an inspiration as well. And I'm going to put all the links below your website and your links to contact and also for the audience. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let me and Katrina know what was your key takeaway of this episode. And also, please don't forget to tag us on Instagram. And if you have any requests on having more awareness and changing your business and your life, um, contact Katrina for an NLP consultation. I think personally, what I've observed with a lot of NLP people operating in space, I think a lot of people who don't know what NLP is, they think it's not worth it, right? Like they think I don't need that. But I mean, from my personal experience, I think that from all the mentorship I've ever been through personally, I think awareness training through NLP was for me the one that rewarded me the most. Because people are always monetary focused, but I think when you get to know yourself, it's like um, whether it's money, your leadership, your life relationship, like everything gets better. So please contact Katrina and we're so excited to do another podcast very soon. Thank you so much. 
Okay, beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Osinjun, O O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.